You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome back to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so excited that you are tuned in for a brand new episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. We want you to take this moment right now to hit that subscribe button so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode episode. We want to shout out all of our new listeners, all of you who are joining us on our podcast journey. Thank you for joining us on this ride. Be sure to catch up on all of our previous episodes. We have great episodes with some special guests and awesome conversations that we know you will definitely want to check out. Eddie, how are yes. you feeling today? Today is a good day like it always is a good day. Um, You know, recently I have been in this mindset we're working on a secret creative project um, yeah not related to the podcast but once the time comes we can always fill you guys in um and because of that i have been in like this whole creative thing where you know you see something you get an inspiration from it or yes. you know you have flashbacks so you're looking back at other things and you know you're just going down these um these moments of like you're driving and then you blink and you arrive at your destination, have no idea how you got there because the whole 30 minute drive, you were just like in this creative headspace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there's been a lot of that lately, which is great because it's been a hot minute um, since I've been there in that like creative zone place. Yeah. Um, so I'm really enjoying the ride and everything that's going to go with that. But aside from that, I'm good. How's everything with you? Um, everything is great. Like you said, uh, working on this and just anticipating and thinking about it is really good. Um, I mean, it's funny because as you were talking um, about creativity today, I saw this post and it was on Instagram on someone's story. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, uh, Cedric, he was on oh, yes. our uh, podcast a few episodes ago. You can check that out. But he uh, posted, um, you know, a, someone's tweet uh, basically uh, talking about creativity. And the tweet said something and it disappeared. That's why I'm so upset. I'm like oh, no. trying to look for it. Uh, but it said something to the effect of like someone saying, Lord, I'm trying to be creative, but all of my energy is going towards survival. And I think it's really um, interesting when you think about that quote, because I think oftentimes, you know, as people who are creative and just people who, you know, work on different projects and work in, in different like fields requiring like art and all of those things. Um, I definitely can see how the, just the toll of life, right. And, uh, the toll of responsibility, all of the things that you have going on in your life can definitely affect your creativity. And I think a lot of times, even when we talk about creativity, people think of it only in the way of like art, you know, music and drawing or painting and things like that. But in reality, I mean, if you're putting together a sermon, a preaching series, if you're putting together a youth event, if you're putting together a kids event, if you're putting together something, you know, even within your family, right, for your kids and your children, um, all of that requires creativity and it requires for you to think out the box. So whether you're involved in a church ministry, whether you're involved in any type of art field or music field, you have to be creative. And oftentimes, you know, similar to what that quote is saying, we will face moments in life where, you know, our energy and, you know, all of our, I guess, drive emotions and feelings are geared towards that mode of survival. 
right? And um, I think once you begin to tap into that creativity again, and you begin to tap into those areas and those things that you enjoy doing and those things you're passionate about, um, you begin to see that joy kind of come back or like those ideas come back, the interest comes back. Um, and it just really, you know, does change the vibe and, um, you know, your situation may not completely change. Right. And, uh, you may still have those same, you know, issues and those same things that are stressing you out, but you know, there's just having that outlet, right. That creative outlet is definitely a good help. No, yeah, and you hear people say it all the time. Like, when they're in that zone, it's like their happy place. Um, and I think that, you know, what that equates to is the idea of being able to find joy in the midst of the situation. So you may find yourself in a situation in life where you're maybe not happy with the job you have, or maybe you're not happy uh, with something that you're struggling, or maybe you may find yourself in a weird funk and you don't understand why that uh, is that you feel that way. But having a creative outlook and something to look forward to and something to get your mind off of all the mess um you know is always great to have and like you said it doesn't necessarily have to look like in the forms of you know a painting or songwriting you know sometimes it's just redecorating your room or you know putting time and energy into something else um and having that as a distraction in a way, you know, but also I think that when it comes to creativity is a distraction that usually more times than not has a positive, you know, um, outlook and something that's actual tangible that you can look back at and be like, that was really cool. Yeah. And um, again, like you said, I think, uh, you know, everyone should have that type of space or that type of um, outlet in their life. And, you know, it does require work. It does require sometimes, you know, initially it may be a little hard to get back into that creative space or to, you know, attempt to do that and push other things to the side. But it can definitely be done. It's possible. Um, so we'll definitely fill everyone in um, in a few weeks, you know, uh, most likely about, um, you know, what that process looks like in that journey, what, you know, we're kind of uh, specifically talking about here, but, uh, but yeah, definitely. I, I read that quote this week and it was something that that stuck with me. And uh, I know about two podcasts ago, we spoke on uh, Mike Todd's book, crazy faith. Right. Um, and you know, a lot of people were, you know, hit us up about just like the idea of having faith and the idea of, you know, trusting God in those moments and how it's something we really have to cling to. Um, and you know, one of the things we spoke about was the fact that his book, his first book relationship goals went number one on the New York times bestseller list. And now this, his second book was definitely, uh, you know, it was up for like that, that, uh, to see if the success would be the same, right. Or just as much, or just as impactful. And he was explaining how there were many people who were basically telling him it wouldn't be as impactful. It wouldn't sell as much. It wouldn't be like the last time. And you know, all of that. And it actually went on the New York times bestseller list and it was top five and it's there now for a second week as well. Um, despite new books being added on and coming out, it's still there. Um, so it's definitely, something that you know it's a good update you know to give and to have and definitely when you have that drive that passion and just the willingness also to be vulnerable and to share your story and to trust God on that crazy level that he did you know he didn't have to share those things because again what if it doesn't happen what if I don't make the list what if this what if that what if it, I, I don't sell as much and they're right you know but 
taking that risk, um, you know, it's a risk, but you have to trust that God has got your back. Yeah. And I think that what helps a lot with that also is when your intentions are like pure, you know, it's not for the fact of I want it for my own glory and my own ability to say I was a two time New York bestseller list. You know, it's really, you know, the message behind why he wanted it to happen as well is the idea that it opens up the door for a lot of other Christian content creators, whether it is uh, people that write books or movies or whatever, um, to be taken more serious so that, you know, it is proven that there is an audience for this content. And I think that it also goes um, and it shows that, that, you know, the people are supporting, which is great as well, because in reality, situations like that really depend on you, the listeners, the consumers, the people that like to read or the people that like to, you know, just support. There's people that don't read, but will go and buy the book for someone that does actually like to read. Um, And, you know, and sometimes it's just that you have to support. Um, You may not find anything from it yourself personally, but you can gift it to somebody else that you do think it'll be a blessing for and then that in turn is a blessing for that person which then goes ahead and it looks like you know it it shows evidence that there is a christian market that is out there that is not to be taken advantage of by secular artists that want to dip their toes in it if not that we actually do have incredible artists and content creators um, that can put out things that are great entertaining full of value um, and that people will actually want to see read or listen to this week, the, um, you know, recent, a couple of weeks, months ago, we had Aaron Moses of Maverick City on our pod. Um, you know, uh, we spoke to him about, you know, his upbringing, his life, his music journey, all that other stuff. Um, and this week he was on The Real. Uh, Israel Houghton uh, joined him and he was being interviewed by Lonnie Love and Adrian um, as well. And they brought them on. I, and it's funny because we were talking about this uh, off the air. You know, they bring them on the 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 on the show under the umbrella of uh latin hispanic heritage month um and through that they go into the conversation about maverick city musica um and then his involvement with all of that as well uh so they do speak about god they speak about the music they speak about um the intention and the idea behind uh maverick city music the Spanish version, Mary City Musica. Um, and, you know, they have a really cool conversation. What were your thoughts on the interview? Yeah, I mean, I think at any time you see people, you know, that, that we, you know, we've either had on a podcast or we've seen kind of grow in you know like they say grow before our eyes right how they start you know within their local church and then like as the years progress they you know are involved in different ministries and they branch out and and work on different things and you know maverick city right now is is definitely booming and a lot is happening for them um so to see him you know on this platform and to see the idea of like you said under the umbrella of hispanic heritage month but really talking about the music and talking about the vision and talking about you know their diversity and how you know they believe that god is doing something with you know uh, latin america and all those things i think it's amazing for it to be on a platform like that um you know we were watching the interview and we were looking at the youtube comments you know and again so many people actually are here for this type of content you know you would think that you know a, a show like the real they have so many different celebrities they have so many different people go on there that you know someone that is you know faith-based or a christian artist or you know a spanish worship artist you know a young guy that just came on the scene now in the christian market you know that people really wouldn't be interested that people wouldn't really watch but 
again, I think time and time again, we are proven and, and it's evident that there is a want, right, and a need. And there are people that do support, you know, faith-based content and Christian content. And again, you know, to see him on the reel talking about, you know, the project and, you know, they played their song, Nadia Como Tu, which is on their album as well. And um, it was just awesome, you know, for on a daytime television show that airs a few times throughout the day in different markets and different places would be having this segment um, talking about God, talking about the vision of Maverick City, showing the video, listening to the song. And again, how many people at this moment were introduced to yeah. this new wave of worship? Yeah. You know, people who may have had a you know bad church experience or may have had Christianity or church in a box. They are now exposed to something like this, which is great. Yeah, you know, and that was one of the things that stood out to me because I feel that in the Christian community, um, you know, Maverick City as a whole is kind of like booming. You know, we saw them at the Dove Awards. We see them everywhere as well. They're on tour currently. Um, but believe it or not, there are still many more people who have no idea who Maverick City is, has a, no idea who Chandler Moore is, Naomi Rain, uh, Joel, Aaron, none of them. Has no idea who any of them are. Um, and it's evident of that in the comments where people like, I had no idea who Maverick City was. The music is fire. It's really great. And, you know, and we, it's like I've said it, we spoke about it, I believe, in the uh, with Aaron and other episodes as well, that on top of the fact that musically, when you hear them, Maverick City is definitely anointed and they have great music. Um, visually, it's also something great to see as well. The diversity amongst the group, the diversity amongst the people that are there as well. You know, these are all things that pull people's attention. And I think that in a generation that is really high in inclusivity, that's really high about, you know, um, merging or, or blurring the lines of a lot of things you know these are the type of lines that we actually do want to blur especially with you know the racial tensions that are happening across the world that have continued continuously been happening uh, but when you have a moment where you can sit down and see a group of people of many different nationalities and races come together and join in worship you know those are the things that we should be projecting out into the world yeah i mean and i even know of a few people who have shared that the reason why they were drawn to Maverick, right, and their music was because of the diversity that they saw, you know, and a few people that I know, they were definitely, you know, just sharing like, you know, that's what drew me in to want to listen. The fact that they were people, you know, so diverse from so many different backgrounds and it was evident that they were, you know, from so many different places just coming together to worship. And I think that that's an excellent point. Yeah, and I think they, they made it like um. Not a throwaway comment, but they touched on it a little bit, but they didn't really dive, dive into it. The idea of like um, a misfits uh, or the Christian rebels. Um, and I think that in a lot of conservative churches, uh, I remember growing up super conservative as well. You know, there was always there are experiences that people can share about how they didn't fit the visual mold of the conservative look and how that alone was something that pushed them out of the church. And then when you see, once again, diversity isn't only the fact that you have a Latino, a white person, an African-American person, someone from Asia in the group. It's also fashion, style, the way that people look. You have some people with tattoos. You have other people with blue hair. You have other people with braids. You have other people with this or whatever. And seeing how that diversity also meshes as well, I think is important because there are a lot of people who grew up in these very conservative 
um, churches that unfortunately were not embraced for their differences. And instead of being in a place where they can like work through and have proper conversations about that, they were ostracized or, you know, judged for those decisions. Yeah. And I think even apart from the visual is the idea of them blending and working together well. You know, because I think, um, you know, a lot of times when we enter this diversity conversation, it can get a little tricky because sometimes, you know, it's done without, you know, purpose or intention. It's just like, let's have one person from this background. Let's have one person that looks like this. We'll have one person that looks like that. And you could, yeah, and you could tell that they don't blend well. You can tell that it it does seem very, you know, scripted. Um, But I think one of the great things with them is the fact that they do blend well. Um, Even when you see like their behind the scenes videos and, and all of the things on their social media, you can tell that, you know, it's beyond the moment that we see on camera. You know what I mean? Which I hope is something that even our listeners take away that, you know, many times you look at these videos and we hear these songs and we see the moments that are happening, you know, that are being recorded, that are being filmed. But I am sure that there's so much more that is not filmed and so much more that we don't see. Right. That really does encompass, you know, the idea of a worship lifestyle and all the things that, you know, make up a worship lifestyle or a lifestyle that, you know, has Christ as the center where, you know, you have the highs, you have have the lows you have your ups and downs you know but you're still able to kind of pull yourself together to have these moments and come together with other people you know to to do what you love to do so i think that's amazing yeah and on that note you know um a couple of weeks back maverick city and espanol released their album as well um which is something to check out um venga tu reino um they have some covers on there um like promises in spanish they have it covered by christine and aaron um and they have other songs that they put together as well which i think is it is if you haven't already check it out listen to it um and you know enjoy and support yeah and you know speaking of new music not too long ago andy minio dropped a new album as well completely different than uh what we're talking about with maverick (laughs) but uh you know chandler moore is actually on one of the songs uh which is you know kind of cool um yeah so his album's called neverland 2 his first or his previous album neverland was kind of the one that really got him out in the scene and um having now this one his second one i think uh the album was great i really love the music the style um you know it's one thing that we've spoken about this before as well and you know we've we also talk about it off of here but the idea of um everyday life and humanity and realness and authenticity that sometimes christian content and music lacks um because it's very vertical right it's very much you know a worship to god a prayer to god um you know a cry to god and not all the time do we get the music Uh, specifically where it's just talking about my bad day and that's it and how I feel. I'm just having a bad day. That's how I feel. Um, I really don't want to (laughs) pray. I don't want to go to God at this moment because I feel crummy and this is how I feel. And I feel like he really has a few tracks on there that, you know, emphasize those tough moments in our lives. You know, Um, he has a track on here called uh, Priorities and another one called Trying. And these are just two songs where he's admitting to 
basically, you know, having trouble with prioritizing things and having trouble, you know, with setting his priorities straight. And then he has, you know, his song trying where he's just expressing the fact that he's just trying, right? Trying to be a good husband, trying to be a good artist, trying to be a good, you know, um, a good Christian, a good son, and just talks about the struggle of, you know, when you feel like you're trying to be your best and it may not be enough or it may not be what people want or it may not be working in that moment, you know? So he really does dive into some, um, you know, personal and vulnerable, uh, you know, feelings and emotions that I think even Christians, right, regardless of our faith in God and, you know, all of those things, we still battle through those emotions and through those feelings. Yeah, you know, and I think that those moments are are good to see in music and you know the Andy Mineo's genre may not be the genre for everybody the same way that uh, Maverick City's genre might not be the same genre for everybody you know everybody has their different flavors and their taste uh, when it comes to everything in life that goes for music types of books that they read movies that they watch um you know but it is important to have music and books and movies and shows and podcasts and anything out there that definitely focuses on your vertical relationship with God and, you know, giving him the praise, giving him the glory, going to him, seeking his presence, all that great stuff. Uh, but also balancing in the truth and the reality that life is hard. Life is tough. Sometimes you don't feel like doing anything. Sometimes you're going through a moment in time where maybe you're, you're, you're even like upset with God. You know, those are all feelings that are true and that are real. Um, that a lot of times because of the, appearance that a lot of church folk like to give you know it's like sometimes you ask somebody how you doing and they're like i'm in victory when you clearly see that a wind will come and knock them over you know it's kind of like sometimes you need to be like i'm trying I'm okay. It's been tough. Just pray for me. I'm really like going through a season and like speaking about those emotions and relating to people because a lot of times the problem is that when it comes to Christianity, we lack humanity. And when you lack humanity, people that are going through stuff are not going to come to the church circle because the church circle looks like it's a group of people that have it all together. And then when they come into the the church circle and realize that it is a group of people that don't have it together but never speak on that, that's where the idea of hypocrisy comes in. Where they're like, oh, they're full of hypocrites. They're just a bunch of hypocrites that act like they're perfect, but in reality, they're not. So it's really finding that balance of being able to be like, listen, God is great. I'm really trying hard. You know, I'm not perfect, but I'm trying. But I am going through some stuff at times. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's hard because, you know, I personally, I'm not the type of person if I were asked, you know, I, w- I would kind of put my best foot forward, right? It would be kind of hard to be like, oh, I'm, I'm going through it. I'm, you know, all of those things. But it's easier for me to express those things in a different way, right? So I think, you know, going back to the creative conversation that we were having earlier, I think, you know, church creatives and Christian creatives in this community, right, should, um, you know, be taxed with that responsibility of, you know, showing their you know, humanness and showing the the real, the real deal when it comes to what it looks like to be, you know, a Christian in 2021. And I think that, you know, whether that's in a song, whether that's in, you know, poetry, whether that's in your music, whether that's in, you know, something you create, a video you create that you put together, you know, I think there are many ways where we can reach people and be that bridge and be relatable, you know, uh, for King and country actually has a song, um, titled uh relate 
and they kind of go through that whole idea and they you know circle around the question of can you relate you know and it's basically them talking about their personal struggles their situations talking to just a random person and almost letting them know like this is how i'm feeling this is what i'm going through can you relate you know what i mean to that and in the reality is yes you know what i mean that we're all on that same level you know different situations and different struggles and problems but we all need jesus we're all lacking in one area or another you know we all have bad days so especially as christians why not talk about those things and talk about it from the right lens the right point of view um and letting other people know listen this is going to happen you are going to have a bad day you are going to feel this way right um and this is how i get through mine and this is how i express you know myself during those moments and this is how i put language right to what i feel and that's another thing that we've spoken about as well the idea of sometimes it's so hard to put to words what you're feeling because for so long you're kind of um ingrained and kind of molded to not talk about it not talk about how you feel or not talk about how you really feel because we mask it under everything is great god is good and god is going to work it out and this that and the other thing you know so definitely those people who love you know the hip-hop rap music and those who love you know hearing uh just like that authentic authentic uh side of of life from a christian perspective definitely go and check out his album um because he has a lot of good songs on there that will speak on that so with all of that we just want to just reiterate the idea of if you find yourself in a funk if you find yourself being like man i'm just feeling kind of weird lately try to go back to your creative roots whether it's songwriting whether it's designing whether it's putting together an event whether it's just redecorating your room like i said before um sketching whatever it is like really try to think of what are ways um that you can find yourself and bring yourself back into that happy place you know which sometimes those are the little practical things we got to do obviously pray obviously seek the lord obviously find moments of worship uh but sometimes you kind of have to like physically take you out take yourself out of that space um and get your hands a little dirty with something that um will get those creative juices flowing i know that for me personally you know when i get into those places i have an extra pep in my step or i look less grumpy maybe um because i'm like really looking forward to something that I'm currently working on um, and, you know, as always, support, 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 you know, the music that's coming out, the books that if you haven't gotten Mike Todd's book, get it, get his first book, too. If you missed it, um, comes to the music as well and the sharing and our podcast as well. Support us too. share us with your friends, your family, your coworkers. I have coworkers. I listen to this shout out to my coworkers, um, which I think is great because, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there goes a long way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one thing that in reference to what you were saying, I think also when you tap into those creative things that you enjoy doing um, in tapping into that again and, and doing that, it, it leads you to other things. Yeah. Right. And it brings you back to certain places. So, you know, in thinking of us, you know, in a spiritual church sense, right. Tapping into something that you're creative about, you know, may bring you to worship, may bring you to seek the Lord a little bit more, may bring you to just be engulfed in that, you know, over whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling. So I think oftentimes, you know, to take that first step into that creative direction again, or, you know, to be creative in whatever sense, you know, that it, applies to you i think there in turn effects and ripple effects that begin to happen in your life that will help you get out of those funks you know what i mean um but you first have to take that step and really uh you know try and 
and take that risk and just and doing what you have to do and doing what you feel you need to do and uh you know this is just one big trusting god scenario and um you know hoping that definitely he will see us through so we want to thank you for tuning in for another episode we want to remind you to hit that subscribe button right we launched our podcast also not too long ago on amazon so amazon music just released you know amazon podcast so if you listen to music on amazon which a few people do and you know listen on there you can find the podcast there so you know send it to someone uh we're on spotify uh apple all of those places. So be sure to leave that review, leave that rating and um, stay subscribed so you can be in tune to all our conversations and all of our special guests that we have coming up. Follow us on social media at Facebook and on Instagram at God Life Culture Podcast. Yeah. So once again, thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. That's God, God Life Culture. Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye.